Rend your heart and not your garments, and turn unto the Lord your God. For he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and repenteth him of evil. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Psalm 71 on page 425. In thee, O Lord, have I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. But rid me and deliver me in thy righteousness. Incline thine ear unto me and save me. Be thou my stronghold, whereunto I may always, always resort. Thou hast promised to help me, for thou art my house of defense and my castle. Deliver me, O my God, out of the hand of the ungodly, out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel man. For thou, O Lord God, art the thing that I long for. Thou art my hope, even from my youth. Through thee have I been holden up ever since I was born. Thou art he that took me out of my mother's womb. My praise shall be always of thee. I am become, as it were, a monster unto many, but my sure trust is in thee. O let my mouth be filled with thy praise, that I may sing of thy glory and honor all the day long. Cast me not away in the time of age. Forsake me not when my strength faileth me. For mine enemies speak against me, and they that lay wait for my soul take their counsel together, saying, God hath forsaken him, persecute him, and take him, for there is none to deliver him. Go not far from me, O God, my God haste thee to help me. Let them be confounded and perish that are against my soul. Let them be covered with shame and dishonor that seek to do me evil. As for me, I will patiently abide always and will praise thee more and more. My mouth shall daily speak of thy righteousness and salvation, for I know no end thereof. I will go forth in the strength of the Lord God, and I will make mention of thy righteousness only. Thou, O God, hast taught me from my youth up until now. Therefore will I tell of thy wondrous works. Forsake me not, O God, in mine old age, when I am gray-headed until I have showed thy strength unto this generation, and thy power to all them that are yet for to come. Thy righteousness, O God, is very high, and great things are they that thou hast done. O God, who is like unto thee? O oh, what great troubles and adversities hast thou showed me, and yet didst thou turn and refresh me. 
yea, and broughtest me from the deep of the earth again. Thou hast brought me to great honor, and comforted me on every side. Therefore will I praise thee in thy faithfulness, O God, playing upon an instrument of music. Unto thee will I sing upon the harp, O thou Holy One of Israel. My lips will be glad when I sing unto thee, and so will my soul whom thou hast delivered. My tongue also shall talk of thy righteousness all the day long, for they are confounded and brought into shame that seek to do me evil. Here beginneth the forty-second chapter of the book of Isaiah. Behold, my servant whom I uphold, my elect one in whom my soul delights, I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the Gentiles. He will not cry out, nor raise his voice, nor cause his voice to be heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and smoking flax he will not quench. He will bring forth justice for truth. He will not fail nor be discouraged, till he has established justice in the earth, and the coastlands shall wait for his law. Thus says the Lord, Thus says God the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread forth the earth and that which comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it, and spirit to those who walk on it. I the Lord have called you in righteousness, and will hold your hand. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the Gentiles, to open blind eyes, to bring out prisoners from the prison, those who sit in darkness. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven. Praise and exalted above all forever. Here beginneth the fourteenth chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also, and where I go you know, and the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also, and from now on you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak 
to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Believe in me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do he will do also. The greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, he hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. <clears throat> I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified, mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace, through the same thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
Almighty and everlasting God, who of thy tender love toward mankind has sent thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to take upon him our flesh, and to suffer death upon the cross, that all mankind should follow the example of his great humility. Mercifully grant that we may both follow the example of his patience, and also be made partakers of his resurrection. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. We have for our um, Old Testament lesson day the first of four, four passages in Isaiah that are, are, are typically referred to as the servant songs where um, Isaiah speaks of the servant of the Lord in these various um, ways that he, he comes to, to save. Uh, we're actually studying this in our Thursday morning Bible study, if you want to join us for that. Uh, the, the, the fourth and, and most well-known of the servant songs is the passage from Isaiah we'll read in our Good Friday liturgy, Isaiah uh, 52, I think it's 13 through chapter 53, where he was wounded for our transgressions and and talks about the the suffering servant, but um, we note here that in this passage it, it talks about he's God has put his spirit upon the servant and he's his soul delights in him a very clear echo of the baptism of Jesus where the spirit descends upon Jesus and the father declares that this is my son in whom I am well pleased so the identification of Jesus with the servant is pretty clear in, in that in that it's sort of clearly a baptismal illusion and the, the servant it said the servant will bring forth justice and, and I think sometimes we um, skim too too quickly over this word justice uh, the, the idea of justice and righteousness uh, are are continually restated as as what as what God will bring when he you know, he's coming to judge the, the earth. And and um, it's very clear that this, this justice is rooted in Torah justice. The coastlands wait for his law, his Torah. And the, the, the indictment of Israel is that they have not followed God's law, God's Torah and justice, um, which is a way of ordering uh, communal life in Israel where boundaries are established that those who are in need and necessity get the justice that is due to them. Um, and so, for example, in the Torah, uh, you don't harvest the edge of your field. You don't pick up all the harvest that you, if you happen to drop some as you're harvesting, you don't pick it up, you leave it for the poor to eat. Every seven years, debts are canceled. Every 50 years, there's a jubilee year, property returns its original owner. So when it talks about, a, a you know, a a bruised reed he won't break, and a dimly burning wick he won't stamp out. Um, he'll bring justice. He will he will embody the Torah, and he will make sure that those who are vulnerable in society get justice, uh, which is precisely what Israel did not do. 
And we always have to remember that the justice always has a communal, a primarily communal emphasis. Sometimes in the West, we're so individual that we think about morality as my personal moral failings and not how those impact the community. The fact is every one of the Ten Commandments is about justice and boundaries. The, the primary act of justice we should note is that the, the, the because God has made us, um, he's, justice means we worship him. We, ought, we offer him the worship that he is due. We can't even begin to be just people until we worship God first and foremost. And then once we've worshiped God in whose image we are made, once we've seen God and understand our right identity, then we love our neighbor as ourself, which is all the, 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 the focus of commandments uh, five and uh, through 10 is that we will honor every other people. And even, even um, things like sexual morality, which is in our cultures like, oh, any, you know, consenting adults doing whatever they feel free to do is really about community. It's like you don't it's what you don't have a right to take from somebody unless you make that commitment to them. It's not about uh, personal freedom. So when he brings justice when he establishes God's rule in the earth, it means that that those in the margins will get the justice they don't get. And there's a biblical example of this, the book of Ruth uh, particularly highlights how somebody who is in a bad situation uh, on the margins has become poor, is saved, is redeemed because the, the, the Torah commandments are followed, the Torah observances, Ruth is able to glean, get food for Naomi, and then Boaz becomes her redeemer. Uh, these are all Torah provisions. Um, when we get to the New Testament lesson, I think there's a, a connection we have to dig a little bit for, but Jesus talks about my father has so many. Unfortunately, for those of us in the in the King James tradition who are, love this word mansions, it's not really what it says. It, it says in his father's house are many dwelling places, a monet uh, in the Greek, and he, that means a room for us there. And the, the this passage can be taken to to, to mean that. Jesus is going to go away, and when he comes again at the second coming, he'll come and bring us to his father's house. And it certainly has that ultimate eschatological um, sense, but there's a more imminent sense in the in the inaugurated eschatology, we can call it, of, of John, that Jesus will come to them. He's going to go and prepare a place and come to them in the spirit to where he is, there you might be also. And, and the connection is made pretty clear when we translate uh, the word right, not as mansions, but as dwelling places, um, down in John 14:23, Pat, which is our gospel for Pentecost, uh, John, uh, John, John records the words of Jesus saying that, um, that if you love me, keep my commandments, and then uh, I'll pray the Father and he'll, He'll send the, the spirit and he says, says, we will make our home. If anyone loves me, keep my commandments, we'll make our home with him. Home, there is also Monet dwelling. We we'll make our dwelling place with him. So the idea here is that 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 through the gift of the Spirit, we will um, we will dwell in God, and God will dwell in us. And I think the whole idea, whatever you ask, I'll do it, is connected to this idea that now we're going to live in Christ in the Spirit, and we have this access to God in prayer. We'll be heard. 
and we can and and primarily what this means in, in sort of the biblical sense of is that we're going to get we can ask God for for our just, we can plead our case to God, and he will see, and he will vindicate us. He will declare us to be in the right, and he will, as we patiently abide in him, um, uh, you know, render verdict for us in our life. And this is something we get continually in the Psalms. For example, if you look at today's Psalm, Psalm 71, you know, in the O Lord, if I put my trust, let me never put to confusion, be thou my stronghold, whereunto I may always resort, and stronghold there in Hebrews dwelling place. Be so we, we can live in him, we can we can take refuge in God, in Christ, and this this leads us into the larger image of the body of Christ in which we dwell and and uh and in that dwelling in Christ our prayer is heard. Um, and so sometimes in our time, whatever we ask, we'll get, you know, it can turn into a, a prosperity kind of thing in our time or whatever it is we want or a healing miracle. But in the biblical sense, it is being heard and getting justice that those on the margins who don't get heard in the world, don't get their voice heard in the courts of this world, are dwell, can dwell in Christ in the spirit and their prayer is heard, and they will get justice. That justice sometimes takes time to unfold, but we will see the, the power of our prayer as we live in Christ and pray that that will become evident as we, as over time, we will experience the justice of God in our lives as he hears our prayers and delivers us out of various things. And that's a temporal experience. We, of course, believe Jesus will come again in glory. And that's the idea of the of what I referred to earlier as inaugurated eschatology, that the kingdom is already here in the spirit. We're already dwelling in Christ. It's not completed yet. We we are already living in a kingdom that is, that is here in part, but not fully realized. And that's the proper uh, sense of the Christian life that 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 we we already tasted that which we wait for for the completion of. And then, in, in, in sense of the servant, then since we are Christ in the world, we also must be concerned about justice. We must, as his body, be those who, who also have his spirit, go out and be concerned for those on the margins. Always be concerned that we advocate for those who, who don't get justice in the world. And that's how we manifest ourselves in the world as the body of Christ. And that's a good thing to think about during Holy Week, how um, it connects to the line that we've read as a communion verse during Lent, uh, in as much as you, you did it to one least these my brethren did it to me, that that's the kind of love and justice. So we can think on, on that uh, during Holy Week. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly be CC for all sorts and conditions of men that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, and the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate.
that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Monday and great start to Holy Week. Thank you, Father John. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Good day, everybody. Bye, kiddos.